future life hacks, the little things that make our job just that little bit easier, whether it's saving us time or helping us better support our students and support them more efficiently. So let's get straight into it. Number one, marking and feedback. Make sure you and your TAs are armed with a pen and mark as much as you can during the lesson. It allows students to have instant feedback and also saves you so much time after the lesson because you've already done quite a bit of marking in the lesson. Now my amazing TAs do this for me every lesson. They go around my math and English lessons and they mark work as students complete it for me. So I just have to flip through and have a look at the end of the lesson before the next lesson to see where my students are at and what they need a little bit more guidance and help with. And it's much better for your students' progress because they get that instant feedback there and then, instant direction to help them iron out those inconsistencies immediately, pretty much straight away in, the, in your lesson. You have to worry about coming back to it a week later if you don't see them for another week or three or four days, when by then it might not really seem relevant to them anymore. It, it's too far in the, in the past to, for them to be able to remember what they did, basically, because a lot of students need instant feedback rather than wake a week later to get the feedback from the teacher. Number two, if you work with students who are self-conscious about you giving them feedback in front of other students, then what I have done in the past with my sixth formers, because they work on Chromebooks, I actually make comments on their work during the lesson to provide them with instant feedback. That way, they don't have to feel self-conscious or embarrassed about me giving them feedback in front of everybody because I'm doing it personally and no one else knows about it. Because it's really great for those students that have that are quite self-conscious and they don't like being given feedback um, publicly in front of everybody. Now, it's easier to do this when they're working on a computer because, like I said, you can comment on their work. I do everything through Google Drive, Google Classrooms. So I can access their work instantly and immediately. Um, however, if you're working in books, still in classrooms and worksheets, what you could do is you could have your TAs working with small groups, just glancing at their work, looking at what they're doing, and rather than giving them feedback there and then, they can write a little note on a piece of paper for them and hand it to them. So then at least it's done in a way that's discreet and not obvious to everybody else. Number three, get students to do as much as possible, as much as possible. My amazing students, I trained them to literally come in, take the books and hand it out. And a different person does it every lesson. They just go and grab the books and hand it out. If they see that I haven't put the books on the table, they will do it for me and it's brilliant it saves me so much time i've got students that write dates on the board for me and again it's a good literacy skill, skill for them as well and they do it in the full word format monday 27th july 2023 for example um and they do it in the number form so get students to do as much for you as possible whether it's hole punching their sheets stapling their sheets cutting sticking things in gluing things in these are really important life skills as well i teach in an SEM provision and I train my students to be able to do this so that they're developing independent skills and do things for themselves. So it's really, they're really good life skills as well. Number four, learn to use your Google hacks, your Google shortcuts on Chromebook, because, on, sorry, on Google Drive, because this will save you so much time. Now, there is a video in my membership site, Thames Teaching Tips, where you can access this content, access this video on the different Google shortcuts that I have used in my lessons and that I have taught my students in my lessons. Because you'd be surprised that students, some students don't know what control F means, what control print will help them do, control P will help them do. So teach them these little hacks 
so that it makes it easier, way easier for you when it comes to planning your lessons because you're using all these little shortcuts, but also make things quicker in your lessons with your students, especially those students that are working um, on the computer, of course. Not everybody uses Chromebooks or computers in schools, but for those of you that do, use these little computer hacks, these shortcuts, these Google Chrome, Google Drive shortcuts that will help you in your lessons and will help your students learn these life skills again that they may need when they go off into the wide world in their own career and that they choose to do. Now, number five, ask your students to hand their books in open to the newest piece of work. This will save you 15, 30 seconds just flipping through books trying to find that fun work when you have 20, 30 plus students in your class. And over time, this will save you minutes and hours to get them to hand the work in open for you. So you don't have to worry about flicking through and finding it in their books. Number six, don't reinvent the wheel. We are our best resource and so are our colleagues. You've got colleagues around you that have been teaching potentially for years and have produced lesson plans and worksheets, all these resources that if you just ask, you can use them in your lessons. You can adapt them to suit your lessons. Um, all I've found in the past is we've had teachers who have teached in the same year group, for example, both teaching year 10, both teaching sports studies classes, key stage four, and they alternate their planning. One person plans a lesson, one person plans a homework, and they alternate it throughout the week, throughout the term. So utilize each other. You may have a shared drive, shared Google Drive in your department, where teachers upload their content, upload their lesson plans and resources. Use it. Go there first and look and see what is on there that you may be able to use. It will save you so much time in terms of your planning. Now, if you don't, you can always go to TES and buy resources on there because, yes, you have to pay to purchase resources. However, it will save you time searching through hours and hours trying to find free resources. That's what I did when I first started teaching my SEN school. I spent so long trying to find free resources online because I didn't want to pay for anything. But actually, paying a couple of pounds, five pounds for something is going to reduce your time so much in terms of planning. You can also sign up to a Twinkle subscription. Again, pay monthly. Yes, you're still paying out your pocket. However, you can at least access resources, download resources for your lesson without searching through, trying to find all these free resources, trying to find resources that you can download without paying for anything. And you may also be able to get it back as a tax rebate anyway. Or you can go in with somebody in terms of a subscription. Someone pays a subscription, um, but you go halves with them. So you're sharing the same subscription um, and being able to access and download resources when you need to. So don't reinvent the wheel. Number seven, use sticky notes in your planner. Now this works best if you organize your planner by classes rather than weekly. Um, because you can then use sticky notes to be able to access lessons and look at lessons quickly if you're teaching the same lesson to multiple classes. So that'll save time on your planning, having to plan five different lessons if you're teaching it to the same, um, to different classes within the same year group or across a couple of year groups, depending on ability level. It makes it so much easier if you sticky note your planner so you can access, find the lesson quickly rather than having to plan over and over again for the same content, same topic area, um, and the same things that you're gonna be teaching to different classes. Instead of planning different lessons, you can just use plan one lesson and just adapt it a little bit here and there and sticking out your planner so you can find it a lot easier in your planner. Number eight, 
And we've all done this at some point in our teaching career where we've picked up a pen, thinking it's a whiteboard marker, but it's a permanent marker. And we've written on the board in a permanent marker. I remember when I first did this years ago, and when I went to somebody in my department who was um, a lead practitioner, I went, I've written on the board in permanent marker, what do I do? And I was a little bit worried about it, panicked a little bit. He went, don't worry about it. Just write over it in normal whiteboard pen, like scribble over it in whiteboard pen and wipe it off. It comes off instantly. Number nine. Now, there are, of course, the spray bottles that we can use for our whiteboards to clean the whiteboards. I don't like using those um, because the smell gets everywhere and it irritates me a little bit. Um, and I also work in an SEM school, so I don't like using those sprays. So what I actually have, and I actually did this in mainstream as well, I had my own little um, spray bottle that I had at home that I wasn't using. So I took it into school, filled it up with water, and that's what I used to clean my board. I just sprayed my board with water, wiped it down, it gets rid of those horrible marks, dirty marks that just makes your board look horrible and dirty, and it looks nice and clean. Okay, so a little spray bottle of water, nice and easy, and just wipe it down. Number 10. Attach a pen to your lanyards that wherever you go, you know you don't have to look for or ask for a pen. Now, we've all been in those meetings and um, CPD sessions, training, after school, training days. We go into the meeting, you forget that you haven't taken a pen. Um, you remember you haven't taken a pen, sorry. And you're asking people if you can borrow their pen. Now, as teachers, pens to us are gold dust. We hate lending out our pens because we know that potentially it may not come back. And we can't blame teachers for that. Of course we can't. If we forget these things, we put things down, we put lend it out. If we just constantly, constantly putting resources down and picking things up. So what I have is I have those big multicolored pens attached to my lanyard and it makes it so much easier when it comes to planning in lessons. Just going through and marking in lessons. Especially if you've used certain colours, so I have to use green in my lessons. I had to use green at mainstream in my lessons. So having that pen with me just made it really easy to go around marking in green. And my kids, my um, students in my SEM provision called it the pen of doom because I'd go around marking in lessons. I'd say to them, no, the pen of progress, not the pen of doom. Um, but always have a pen on you in lessons, you and your TAs, so you can just go around and mark in lessons. Number 11. I also started using a little sanitizer bottle. I have it attached to my lanyard. Now, this is really important if you are teaching an SEM provision like me, where you have to administer medication. Um, it's really important because you can sanitize your hands before you administer and after you administer meds. So very good um, hack for those that work in SEM schools or those that like to use hand sanitizer regularly. Have a little bottle on your lanyard so you don't have to worry about fishing around trying to find sanitizer in your classroom or in your bag. And finally, number 12, print visuals and laminate them for your lanyard. Now, I have visuals on my lanyard for my students, visuals such as drink, lunch, toilet, finish, stop, sitting, standing, help. I have the image and the word underneath to support my students that are nonverbal. It just makes it a lot easier for them and myself to be able to communicate. And I also have visuals for my, for my board in my classroom as well. Visuals for the months of the year, the days of the week, different types of weather, so that I can change it throughout the, um, each day so my students know what the day is, what the month is, what the weather's like today. Um, and I also have a visual timetable as well. So I use visuals for my timetable on my whiteboard as well for my students to be able to see what lessons we have. 
but I also I have them on my lanyard specifically so I can be able to I can communicate a lot easier with my students. Now, if you teach, for example, the IB curriculum like I do, I also have key phrases and statements laminated and attached to my lanyard. So I can use them in my lessons to indicate to my student or get my students to indicate where they think they are in their learning journey and for me to be able to show them where I think they are and what I think they've achieved. And um, so it's really, really, really good tip for you, life hack, attach these visuals to your lanyard to support your students in your lessons and to make it a lot easier for you to communicate effectively with them each lesson.